This is the How The Fuck podcast. Each week, we interview creative leaders and marketing professionals from around the world. From those interviews, we bring you unique advice that's based only in real practical experience that will help you to grow your business, get ahead in your professional life, and satisfy your hunger to learn new ideas. Hey guys, so this week I'm interviewing Dan Ritzke, the founder of Third Act Marketing, a marketing consultancy that helps businesses clarify their messaging and tell a better story to their customers so that their marketing efforts aren't wasted. Messaging is so, so, so important to marketing. It is on every part of what you do as a company, from the website, copy, to social media, to sales. If you don't get your messaging right, you could be selling yourself really short. And so much of what matters to whether you reach your customer or not is about how you communicate what you do in a way that they really understand. And if you don't really understand your customer, it's never going to resonate and you're never going to capture their attention. In this interview, Dan and I dive into his expertise, which is messaging, with examples of good and bad messaging, as well as common mistakes he sees, how you can make sure your messaging resonates um, and how you can really get to know your customer and make sure on an ongoing basis that you are considering their needs. If you don't already, Dan is a really great person to follow on LinkedIn. If you want to learn more about messaging, he posts really regularly and his audience is really, really quickly growing around that. And I hope you enjoy the podcast. Please let me know in a LinkedIn message or an email if you like it. Thank you. Hey, Dan. Thank you so much for coming on the How the Fuck podcast. Let's jump straight in. Can you tell me a bit more about your background and how you got into this business? So I have been working in marketing and advertising pretty much my whole career. Uh, I've worked here in, in Chicago at a bunch of different advertising agencies early on in my career. I, I've, I've always been on the agency side of things. And so spent about 11, 12 years on the agency side, working with clients of, of all sizes, B2C, B2B, a lot of tech companies, e-commerce technology companies. So spent a number of years on the agency side um, and was a, an account manager, account services. I, I was the client relationship person and, and managed a lot of you know, these big marketing programs for my clients. And so I did that for a bunch of years. And then in 20, early in 2018 was actually, I can look back on it and say it was actually one of the luckiest things that ever happened to me, but I, I got caught up in uh, some layoffs at the agency that I was working at. We had a bunch of clients that um, cut back on their spending. And I saw that as an opportunity to go and start my own business, start my own um, consulting practice and focus on more of the work that I enjoyed and more of the work that, to be honest, I thought was missing with the, the services that, that a lot of companies were getting working with, you know, big agencies and even, even smaller firms too. So, so for the past two years or so, I've been working on, on building up my, my consulting practice, which has morphed a little bit over the years into part consulting practice, part small agency where I, I, I partner with other people. But um, my focus is primarily on brand strategy, uh, messaging, and, and building out the, the strong foundation that holds up all of your, your, your sales and marketing activities. Great, Dan. Thank you. I mean, this is 100% one of my favorite parts of marketing. So I'm super excited about this interview. Um, how, are you, how are those things interlinked? So you have a consulting practice that focuses on brand strategy, messaging, and building out the foundational parts of sales and marketing. Can you expand on the connection between those? They're very much related to the point where I, I almost consider them the same thing. So if you're thinking about building a, a brand and, and building a company that obviously you want to have a strong brand, I mean, the work that you have to go through to do that 
is so much, it really starts with messaging. It starts with understanding, you know, your audience, your purpose for, you know, why you're building a brand in the first place and, and why anyone should care about any of that. I mean, people are so busy and, and there's so many people out there that have the next great product, the next great service. They're doing something completely revolutionary or they might be doing that something that's seen as a little bit of a commodity. And, and no matter what that situation is, um, in order to, to find any success, you have to have a really strong brand. And that, to me, that always comes down to starting with that messaging, starting with the story of, of how do you communicate what it is you're doing and, and why it's important and why people should care. And so I always see that as the, the very first step that you do when you're, you're building a company, building a brand. Um, and also something that you never really stop doing. It's, it's very much an ongoing process, an ongoing thing that you have to understand that you're never, you're never really done with it. It's the foundation that you build to get started. And then and it's mm -hmm. very much an ongoing thing that requires um, attention and maintenance. A lot of companies, big and small, don't really spend enough time on, on that part of the process. Figure out the exact right words to use and the exact right way to talk about what you do in a way that just creates a ton of clarity for, for your audience. Yeah, I totally agree. Before we move on to say the meat of understanding more about messaging and brand building from your perspective, what's the one biggest tip that you would give to anyone thinking of going out on their own, starting a marketing agency or consulting business? I think everyone knows on some level that when you're starting a business, especially like a consulting business, the more that you're able to say that you have a really niche audience and, or a, or a niche offering, that that's, that's something that's going to make things a whole lot easier. And I, I think I was a little, I think early on, I was a little stubborn and a little cocky that I could make things work by doing a lot of different things for a lot of different types of clients. So I, I never had one industry that I focused on. I never had one type of company, even size of company. I, I, in the beginning, I was working with startups and, and much, much larger companies that I had some connections with from my agency days. And so while I would say that was all really good and I got a lot of good experience and good clarity working through that, I, I wish I could have gone back in time and just taken myself and, and, and shake myself and say that you, you have to get more specific because I probably did early on miss out on a lot of opportunities to work with some great clients because I didn't have that clarity and that it, it's the most ironic thing, but it's, it's the thing that I help clients with is coming up with the, you know, their, <laughs> their message and their story. Um, and that was something that I didn't have early on, which is um, the irony is not lost on me there, but, but that's probably the thing that I would, that I would go back and, and say, you're doing all this great work for your clients. Like mm -hmm. for God's sakes, you have to do it for yourself too, um, which yeah. is hard to do, but that, that's for sure, I think, the thing that I didn't quite understand. Perfect. That's a very clear message, I think, and one that shows that your customer is paying firsthand. So let's start at the very basics of messaging. What is messaging? How would you define it? And how would you say messaging is different from, say, positioning and narrative and story design? Yeah. So that's actually something I'm, to, to this day, I play around with it, how, how I'm thinking about those different things. Because typically, the first engagement that I have with any client includes all of those things. It's working through the positioning of their brand. To me, that is very much just getting really good at defining, okay, who, this company that I'm working with, who, who are they? Mm -hmm. And in just very plain English, what do they do? And why should people care about this company or about, about what they do? And so that I, I always think of some version of that as positioning of just, let's just get really clear and defining who it is, you know, that we are as a company. 
and then probably even doing a little bit of positioning of the audience. And that's not usually in the beginning of a deep dive into like personas or anything like that, but just getting clear on who we are, who the audience is. I, I think of that as positioning. Then the one step down from that is when I think of messaging, I, I think of, of what, what is, what is the, um, cause we just worked through who it is that we're, that we're trying to reach. What is the stuff that's important to them? How do we talk about those things? What are the problems that they have? Just really basic marketing 101 stuff, but it's, but it's, it's sometimes hard to do if you don't have like a process and a framework to do it. So we're thinking about all the stuff that that audience cares about and how do we just create some really good messaging around that specifically with just how we as a, as a company and a brand can, can help them get that, achieve that thing that they want or that they, they need or help them overcome some type of a problem. How, how we can make their life better, how we can help them make their jobs easier. And part of that too is what is it that we want people to do and, and why in the world would they spend any of, of their time paying attention to this thing and then actually going and doing something with it. So I, that, that's part of that messaging framework too. And so I, I like to work through all of that and that's how I define messaging as those guidelines. And then coming out of those guidelines, there's execution of that messaging, which would be thinking through, okay, how do, how do we take this framework that we built and how do we apply some of that to, to your website? And how do, how do we tell that story on your homepage versus some other uh, product page on your website? And, th- and it's very different for your website versus social versus pay-per-click or search ads or mm-hmm. even content marketing and email. So there's a lot of different ways that that messaging comes to life, but um, when I talk about messaging, it's like all encompassing of, of that process is, is how I look at it. It's a series of just defining what something is, why it is important and why people should care. And mm-hmm. whatever the thing is that you're zeroing in on could be very different and where that messaging will live could be very different. But to me, it's always the same process to get to what that thing is that someone's it's going to stop what they're doing and pay attention and that's half the battle, just getting someone's attention. Is there anyone or any companies that you think do this really, really well? Yeah, there, so there's a, a, um, a great, great company that I, it's, it, it's a, a, a marketing company, so it's no surprise that they, that they get their, their messaging right. But it's a, a company called StoryBrand here in the US, and it, a lot of people are becoming familiar with StoryBrand. It's a author, a guy by the name of Donald Miller, um, wrote a couple books, uh, one is building a story brand. One is marketing made simple. I mean, he's written a ton of other books. He's, he's got a background in writing and uh, writing books and screenplays. But anyways, he's built this marketing uh, company called Story Brand. And so, as a company, they actually teach a lot of this. A lot of this stuff when it comes to coming up with just really, really simple, clear messaging. Um, and so, a- as a company, they do a lot of trainings, they do workshops, they obviously sell the books that, that Don Miller writes. And so, so that's one, I think, really great example of, of a company that um, has figured out what makes a really, really effective message. And that's something that's very simple and very specific to something that you care about as, as the audience. And, and everything else, they do a good job of just cutting out stuff that you probably don't care about. And it's a great example because at the end of the day, they're, they're a company that they, they do the same thing as, as a ton of other companies, but 
Um, their messaging is just so clear and so simple that they've done a really good job of growing, of growing that company. They have a ton of resources that are really great to help business owners, entrepreneurs, uh, marketers, pretty much anyone get, get better at great, great messaging, you know, great storytelling. So yeah, a great example to look at just in terms of the website, but also a lot of great resources too. Building a story brand is uh, a really uh, helpful, very quick read. It's, I mean, I think it's a book you can knock out in an afternoon if you get hooked into it, but it's a great book that's all about giving you a, a framework that you can use and think about to, to build out like messaging guidelines and messaging framework similar to, to what I was talking about earlier. So we've touched on this a little bit before, but do you have any examples either from your own clients or maybe just some industry examples who have had bad messaging and then have done some messaging work and then had some great success from it? And think what I'd like to see is a sort of way to illustrate how important messaging is and the impact that it can have on your business. Yeah, that's a good question. I think the, the example... So I'll give a generic example and then tie it, tie it back to maybe some of the clients I've worked with. But the, the thing that I see most often is companies who are so, I, I wouldn't say that they're, they have bad messaging, but they've been so stuck in their, in their own ways for so long and so close to their business. And if you're a startup or even a Fortune 500 company, your your job you are so close to your business all of the how the the sausage is made i mean every detail of your company inside and out and the problem is and and this is something that i think is unavoidable is you spend any amount of time that close to your business or a business you start to lose the ability to take yourself out of that and really really see things from your audience's perspective and and so and I find the longer that you're at a company, the, the harder it is to do that. So after, after a while, your messaging just becomes this variation of itself. And it's just been years of like small shifts here and there of trying new messaging and, and maybe getting some results from an email campaign that was, well, that's an interesting insight. Let's, let's make sure we apply that to everything else that we do. And then like over time, it just your messaging morphs into this very generic messaging that sound, sounds really similar to everyone else in your industry. And, and it's all written with yourself at the center of it. Your, your business is the, always the subject of every headline or every piece of copy that you're talking about yourself and how great your business is. And, and, and that's, that's just not anything that that is going to help you connect with a lot of people. You might get some people who are very much aware of your company and they're, they're interested in, in what you can offer them. But in terms of everyone else, like that's just not messaging that is going to resonate and with a lot of people or help you connect with a lot of people. And the worst thing about that is that you don't even typically know it's happening uh, because it's something that happens so slowly and so much over time. So most companies that I work with when I come in and I sit down with them and I ask a million questions and I, and I look at all of their existing uh, messaging and I start with their website and then I look at a lot of their content and stuff on social, like almost probably nine times out of 10, it's, it's the issue is some, some version of what I just explained. And so there've been a lot of examples of, of clients who 
understand really quickly the value of, of just having someone with a little bit of outside perspective and some knowledge in what makes great messaging to come in and, and turn things upside down. Quite literally, that's sometimes what you do is you're just turning things upside down and talk, just talking about your audience first and then talking about you. And so to tie this back to some clients that I've worked with, there have been a few clients recently, some, some very small businesses that are, that are very much growing, but then also really well-established big companies that have really embraced starting from scratch and rebuilding like a messaging hierarchy and a messaging strategy. And, and they've actually been seeing some, some great results like quite, quite quickly, actually. I mean, it is something that I always say is this is not anything that you'll see a ton of results for like overnight. Uh, but if you really have that long-term mindset and that it's going to, you're going to get results down the line, the really exciting, fun, unexpected thing that happens is that as soon as you adopt that mindset, you're, everything becomes much more effective. And then you actually start seeing some of those immediate results too. So it just conversions on your website, getting a, a nice bump in, in, you know, leads and quality leads and seeing maybe some early signs of, of sales or revenue, but a lot of, a lot of more immediate anecdotal examples of, of where you, you, some of the clients I'm working with see, start to see results pretty quickly, even though everything is being packaged up in a way where we know that the, the, the big sustainable long-term ongoing results are, are, are things that might be coming a little bit down the line. So that's one clear problem, not being audience focused and not putting their problems or needs at the forefront of your messaging. Is there any other common mistakes that you see in brands messaging? Well, I think by far the, the number one thing is what I, was, what I was talking about before, which I think is just having a, having, a great, having a great message, having a great story, having a great intentions and wanting to help your audience, but just not, not being able to articulate that message in the right way, in a way that will get someone's attention. Um, where you're not, you're just not leading with the right stuff. That's, I think, number one, the thing that I see. Other mistakes are trying, just trying to say too much. And I, I'm sure if you've <laughs> spent any amount of time going to any websites um, for companies of any industry, um, you'll see that we, I think there's always a impulse, I think, for companies to try to say everything really quickly because they know they, there's this myth and, um, that we have a short attention span. And so they want to communicate everything as quickly as possible and cram in all of the stuff that they know is going to help, help you buy their product or sign up for an email or whatever the thing is. But the reality is, is that, yes, people do have short attention spans, but, but they don't have short attention spans when everything is simple and you're talking about the stuff that they care about. So I think trying to say too much is a mistake people make. Um, trying to cram too much into their messaging very forcefully and quickly is also an issue. I can definitely sympathize with those people, especially if you have a product that is quite complex and you just want to tell everyone everything about it. How should a person approach it when they, you know, say if they go to their website now and realize that there's just way too much on there and in hindsight it is quite complex? How should they approach it? Where should they start? Yeah, and that's and that's probably the part of that's the part of the 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 work that I do with clients that starts to to bleed over into it's like a little bit of the messaging, but now it's bleeding over into some like user experience stuff and 
website building and development, which I, which I also do and help clients with. So I think the challenge is if you have a very technical product or a technical story that you're trying to explain, that's very complex and lots of moving parts and, and, and a lot of businesses are. What I always help clients with is, let's just take the website, for example, the, like your job as a marketer, as a business owner is when it comes to your website is to just get someone to take the next step. And so if someone is coming to your website for the very first time, the only thing you want them to do is scroll. Well, I, I guess ideally you would want them to, to click on your, like whatever is the number one thing you want them to do, the call to action, um, that needs to be very prominent all over the, all over the page. So that, that would be the number one thing you want them to do. But the reality is not, very few people are going to be doing that immediately. So if that's not an option, what is the number one thing you want people to do? And it's just to keep scrolling. And it's just to, they're reading the first sentence. And the job of that sentence is to get them to read the second sentence. And so if you, if you talk about the right stuff and you organize it in the right way and you are framing it up in a way that is all about your audience and how you can help them and peaking, peaking their interest, but then also keeping it, um, you have lots of opportunity and lots of time to explain every aspect of your product, of your company, of the service that you offer. And there's ways that you can do that that are really clean and really organized. Um, and then that gets into a little bit of like a, like a, a, a UX design uh, challenge, but, um, mm. but the copy and the messaging is, is what is going to get you from the first part, the first section of your web, website down to the second one. Um, and then from there coming up with some really simple, clean copy that's going to get someone to click to, okay, I'm, maybe I'm going to go learn about that one aspect of their product. And maybe that's on a different page. And so I think, clarity like simplicity and clarity are, are two things that it, it doesn't matter what it is you sell or what you do I mean that is that is something that needs to be the goal at all times with your messaging because um, yeah it doesn't matter how much great information you have if you don't take people on that that journey where it's just really simple for them and really easy and it's all about them um, you're never going to get them to the point where they get to the information that you care that you want them to know anyways. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's a process and it's a, uh, it's why I think understanding your audience, that, that thing that we talked about at the beginning is, is so important because if you, if you don't really understand your audience and you haven't done that, that work in the beginning of building the foundation and figuring out what that messaging is that, that they actually care about, you can't use that later on to pull them into like the, the, the story that you're telling and, and to, even have an opportunity to uh, explain some of the more technical stuff that, that you probably will need to explain eventually. So it's, it's definitely part of it. Yeah, definitely. That's great. That was a perfect answer. I just want to take maybe a slight detour and ask you about how someone like a business owner or marketer makes sure that they know the customer well enough um, so that they can ensure that messaging resonates with them. But what techniques can people use to make sure they know the customer well? Yep. Yeah. It's, that's something I think about a lot. It's, I'm not sure w when this uh, recording gets released, but just today I was, I posted something on LinkedIn on this very topic, which was, I think it's important for people to realize that understanding your audience is not a race that has like a starting point and a finish line where at the end you, you realize, 
okay, we did, like, we did it. We, under, we understand our audience. We cracked the code. Like, we get them. Now we can go do all of this great marketing based on that. It's, it's very much an, a never-ending process. It's, a, it's the pursuit of, I try to compare it to like the, the people who are in the world who are the best at what they do. They have this pursuit of perfection mm-hmm. that they know that they will never achieve, but, but they're driven and motivated to always keep getting better and keep, keep moving forward and keep trying. And, and so it's the exact same with, with understanding your audience. You, you, I don't think you will ever really know or have a feeling of like, okay, we finally figured it out. We know our audience because everything is changing at all times. I mean, things with certainly with your audience, things within the industry in which they work, things within your industry, things that you, that you are doing from a marketing perspective. So so many things are changing that it's, I, I don't know if I have a great answer as far as how do you, that it's working, but it's the, if that you're the, the pursuit of that information, if you're doing it in the right way and you're being extremely thoughtful and you're, you're following the right strategic approach um, into understanding your audience and always figuring out what's important to them. And, and oftentimes it's, it's the very obvious literal answer, which is just talk to them <laughs> and uh, figure out you know, who it is that you're trying to reach and, and just talk to as many of them as possible. Call them up and ask, ask them questions and, and make sure they know you're not selling anything, but um, just try to, you know, ask a, a lot of probing questions where you want to understand how, how they think about this problem that they might have or what it is that they really want. Because, you know, I, I do this with my own practice and I'm, I'm always trying to understand businesses and their challenges um, when it comes to marketing, how they think about those challenges. Sometimes they don't even know that they have problems X, Y, Z. And so as soon as you understand that, now you can do a better job of, of, of coming up with some messaging that is educating them a little bit on the problem and then also how that you can help them overcome it. So mm-hmm. it's, again, I don't think there's a great answer, but it's just this eternal pursuit of just trying to figure out how they think, what's important to them. And then always making sure that that, that that gets reflected in your messaging is, mm-hmm. is one of the most important things you can do. Do you think sending someone in the position of the ideal prospect for you, an email just saying, can we have a chat and to talk through your role and what's important to you is something that's going to work to get them to, to sit down and help you understand them? I mean, that, that's, that's always where I like to start. I mean, that's the, I think that's the number one way to do it if you're able to do it that way and ha- just having a conversation i've seen in the past people who try to turn it into something very formal where it's almost like an interview or even the i think the worst example is like a like a focus group their focus groups are probably great for some really big brands but i mean they're very expensive and sometimes just a conversation with someone grabbing a cup of coffee or, or doing a zoom call where you, you tell them, we're not selling anything. We want to talk to you about getting better at, at our, our messaging and our marketing and understanding your challenges and figuring out how do, we, how do we make our product better. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to, to approach that subject based on what type of company it is, what type of you know, customer it is, or sometimes they might, it might not be a customer, it's a prospect. So that, that's a very different way of approaching that type of a situation where you're trying to kind of just learn from them. So there's a bunch of different ways to do it. And, uh, but yeah, I think having a, just a, a, a 
in-person conversation or a phone call or a Zoom call is, is, is by far the first and the best place to start. Um, mm-hmm. And there's maybe other ways that you can, you can supplement that if, if that's not always an option, but it's definitely the first place to start. Cool, perfect. So we're very much coming towards the end of our, our hour. Do you have any templates or anything like that that you, could, that you suggest people look at if they're interested in taking their first look at messaging themselves? Yeah. So the one, the one that we actually talked about earlier, the, the story brand, that's a great, that's a great one to start with. It's a really, really easy framework that works for businesses of, of any size. It's great for, I think I said earlier for marketers to use, but then also for, for non-marketers, it's a great way of just having a, a tool in their toolbox and a framework that they can use to get them started. It definitely requires at some point you to take a step outside of just using a framework. You, you never want to have something that's too much, just, uh, just something off the shelf that you use, but it's a great, it's a great place to start the story brand framework um, in terms of messaging um, is a really good one that I recommend um, for people to check out. It's a, essentially a, a framework that is rooted in 2000 year old storytelling structure and, and the things that make storytelling effective. And so they, they break down that, fra- that, that framework into a step-by-step process where you think about, yeah, there's the main character in the story. And at some point that character has a problem and that the whole, the whole story is about that character overcoming that problem. And, and then it goes uh, throughout the entire framework in a really simple way. And it easy it makes it very easy to tie things back to, to your audience and, and your business. And it's, it's something that I've used, I think, and always done throughout my entire career, but it was the first time that I, I came across someone who was able to really like, quickly and easily articulate that into, into a framework that just makes it easy to, easy to use. Cool. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much. It's been great talking to you. I've learned a lot. So I think a lot of people will have, will have learned a lot. Absolutely. Great. Perfect. Let's, uh, let's stay connected on LinkedIn. Yeah. I, and I, I look forward to checking out more of the episodes. I've listened to a couple already, so keep oh, up the good work. Cool. Thank you. Cheers. Well, see you later. Have a good day. All right. Thanks, Ben. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening, guys. Come and follow us on LinkedIn. Follow me on LinkedIn. Um, subscribe to the How the Fuck podcast. Make sure you don't miss next week's, which is going to be so interesting. It's going to be focused on product marketing. And then the next one after that is even better. It's all about community building from someone who's one of the most engaging speakers I think I've ever talked to. So, Please make sure you come back for those and share some love. Cheers. Bye.